This is a Stand Up Labs production, powered by digital media. Hey, I'm Kate. And I'm Joe. On this episode, we have Pete Lee, and we talk about how I got fucking fired <laughs> and gender roles. Welcome to Invasion of Privacy. I'm Kate Wall. And I'm Joe Santagato. Today we got a special guest. Pete Lee is here. Yay. Comedian Pete Lee. <laughs> yeah. I'm my, a, my good friend. Uh, former co-host. I'm, <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm like, I'm technically now, uh, I guess I, I'm not shooting next week, but I'm out of contract with them because I, I had it written into my contract that I could leave next week. Um, and then my contract ends on the 19th. So like, I think yesterday was my last episode. I don't know. Um, really? Yeah. I'm sure they're going to want you back. I don't know. I mean, they're, well, so they brought in, they brought in this other lady who, you know, like, you know, she, she honestly did a great job. And, um, and then now next week they're like, well, she's going to do it with this other girl that auditioned and they're paired up together. And, um, and like, I got the feeling this whole week when I came in, I got the feeling that they were like, like they were squeezing you out too. Yeah. And I was like, (laughs) you know, I just got, yeah. And I I was like, all right, you know, like, but the thing is that I think that there's two things that could be happening. They they could just literally want to move on with two, you know, two different hosts. Um, uh, I, you know, my managers negotiated a contract that they felt uncomfortable with. And like, I still feel uncomfortable with how little I'm being paid compared to what it is. Um, Because they're not even. It was a 22 minute web show, 22 or longer. It was like a full show, and they the the pay. How many hours are you there? They uh like you're there like almost 20 hours a week, and like when I got when the when the idea was pitched to me, it was pitched like, hey, you're gonna come on and do a segment, and you're gonna get paid 500 dollars. And I was like, yeah, I can like a quick rant. Yeah, I can come in and shoot something for a few hours, or maybe maybe an hour for 500 bucks. Uh, I, that sounds great. You know, I can do that. And then, then all of a sudden the other co-host dropped out and they were like, do you want to be the co-host? And we didn't even talk about rates. And, you know, I was kind of like, well, I want them, I want to see if I like this before I sign a contract. I want them to see if they like me. Um, you know, I like Kate. I want to hang out with Kate. So well, that was the best part is that for pretty much two full days, Pete and I, and then our like camera dudes who were fucking dope, yeah, all got to hang. So it was like a lot of the stuff was corny that we had to talk about. You know what I mean? Sorry, I know you're still on. No, it. no, I mean, I'm, <laughs> I don't, I don't mind. Like, yeah, like I guess my boundaries with this are that, um, you know, like, like I, I, I want to talk about like everything that we could talk about. Like, I just don't want to say anything bad about Jen because she doesn't know what the fuck she's. No, 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 and I don't want to either. You know what I mean? Because first of all, I don't know her. I'm sure she's wonderful. If you met her, you'd really like her. You know, like she's she's like an innocent bystander in all this, and um, she fucking took the train. Am I allowed to swear on this? Yeah, Um, she took the train from Rhode Island. Like into there's do a this. train that runs from yeah. Rhode Island to <laughs> they here. They have trains. It's the Polar Express. Um, but yeah, they. So like, I mean, when you know, you and I felt like we were roped into something that we didn't know. And then yesterday, she's like, "Yeah, I took the train down from Rhode Island," and um, and you know, this she's could, gonna do that every week. Yeah, and then she, you know, we no, were, she's not. We were at lunch. I was complaining because I drove from Queens to here. But I'm telling <laughs> you, she's not because yeah. this is a thing. And I said this to you before they got rid of me. Mm-hmm. It was 
it was a big thing to do. And they really lucked out with me and Pete because we are very funny, sharp comics, if I don't say so myself. We're the best. But we're very positive. <laughs> no, but we're, you know what I mean? Like they wanted very like positive humor. You go to comedy clubs, most of the people like are like- dark shit. Yeah. Fuck life, fuck my wife, suck my dick. It's like, yeah. you know, if they want- is that, it sounds, is that a fine. band song? It's, it's a humpback whale. It's just <laughs> in, it's next door. It's not a big deal. But I think that's like a saw upstairs. They're like fixing some shit. The, yeah, whatever. Ignore the, the whale. The double humpbacked whale, indigenous, <laughs> yeah. indigenous to the Hudson River. <laughs> but uh, but well, I forget what I was saying because of that noise. I don't know, man. Um, uh, you were saying something. Oh, I was just saying it was a lot of work, but like it was perfect for a working comics who, who's used to hustling because we're like All okay. Right. We'll fucking come in. Uh-huh. We should be getting paid more because we're actually writing and hosting this show. We mm-hmm. wrote the whole thing. And producing because a- anytime... We came up with segments. Yeah, anytime. And we we essentially... like the, the thing that I'll add is that we were developing a show for them. Because they did the thing that the industry does where they go... They go. What's your idea? Yeah, make it yours. Make, exactly. make this show your own. If you had an idea for how you would even structure this show, <laughs> yeah, you know, and and that that is code for. We have no ideas. Uh, we have cameras. So what do you want to do? <laughs> yeah, and and Matt, the producer, is like. I mean, he's so good at producing, and he, you know, he's been in news and you know pop culture and entertainment. He's and, great, and he's so good. But this guy is like. Like, he's so overloaded because these people... Because he's doing a whole 22-minute show on his own? Yeah, he's doing a whole... And, I mean, he's used to having segment producers for every single thing. And, you know, he came on board. And he's doing double duty. He's working on the weekends at his other show at MSNBC. And, like, like so this poor guy, I think he signed on for something. They, they were like, we want a web show. And he's like, I can produce a web show. And he didn't realize that the owner of the company wanted... A full TV show, you know, twenty-two and, minutes. That's a lot. Yeah, and like this last one that we did was a half an hour, so it was twenty-nine minutes. So it's like really getting mm-hmm. blown out. And um, yeah, I mean, it, the I guess the thing that is tough, and you know, um, is that the 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 people that want this show that hired that hired us that hired Matt that hired everybody, um, it's almost like a little kid who's like, I want a pony. Um, but it's like, but you can only afford a cat, right. you know, because they cost two dollars. And but why isn't this a pony? And like every week, uh, you know, we've had meetings where we get in these conference calls, and they're wondering why there are little things that seem off about the show. But it's because we don't have the staff or the support, and like they're, you know, they were concerned about some of the things that we were saying. Well, in a normal half an hour show, you would fucking have writers. You yeah. would have writer. Each segment would have its own. But writer. can I say something? Yeah. So the first week we did it, it was great. It yes, was there awesome. were things to work on. The second fucking week, I swear to God, we did a killer fucking job for just being the second time. Yeah. And I was like, if they think they're gonna get better than that right now, they're. I don't even know what to say. So like, when I got fired, it sucked because I got really excited to be able to afford another room for Shane. So like that was my biggest disappointment. It was yeah. like, oh man, I thought it was like a break finally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I wasn't sad not going in. Like my brother watched it and my brother calls me. He's like, Katie, he's like, you are not meant to be doing cheese Where demonstrations. Where can you watch it? Yeah. It's called it's on Little Things. Little Things Live. It's like Little, it's things, little things on things Facebook. Live. Yeah. They've got like six million followers. Like they're a big company. But the biggest thing why they fired me, and this is like the bigger thing that I even wanted to go into, was when I got fired. 
And it was from the CEOs, but Matt had to be the one to do it, even though it wasn't his decision. Yeah, he was fighting for you. Yeah. But so Matt had to do it, unfortunately, even though he was actually on mm-hmm. my, I think he liked what I was doing. But he was like, yeah, they just want someone more wholesome and positive. And I was like, hold on real quick. I was like, I understand what you're trying to say, but you're using the wrong adjectives. I was like, what they want is more surface level and cookie cutter. And I'm not trying to dis, that's not me. But at the time, I'm like, I don't consider myself not a wholesome person. Yes, I talk about porn. Yes, I talk talk about out there shit. Not on their show. Yeah. But to me, that doesn't mean I'm not a wholesome person because everyone watches porn. Not everyone, but you know what I mean? Everyone has sex. No, everyone. Everyone everyone does. Well, you get what I'm saying? (laughs) Everyone everyone does. We're all basic animals. And like, I mean, yeah, the the sex drive is something that is very similar to hunger that we that like prudes pretend like isn't there. Yeah, and that's I don't know. Yeah, that's insane. Um, but yeah, I mean, like we were doing a segment with Lamore this week, and she like I said something. She's about, the do it yourself person. Like she'll show you how to do like cute sock roses. She's yeah, amazing. She's the best. She's honestly she she's so great. And we were in the middle of a segment, and um and I go I was like Lamore, you're the cutest. You're like. Like kit, I go. Kittens look at you and go, ah, you know, and um, and she goes, and Lamore, she just like just snapped into her true self for a second, and she go, she goes, ah, oh, I hate cats, and um, <laughs> and then it was like instantly like cut, can't say oh you hate God. cats, like can't say you hate cats on this on this thing, <laughs> really? and so like like the their version of edgy is like, I mean, like, I hate cats. Yeah, their bar is very. We did a segment on Beyonce's lemonade. Like we had this cute lemonade stand. And we went out. It was amazing, right? The the listeners didn't like it because they were like, they hated Beyonce, but not because they didn't like her music. It was like a racist didn't like Beyonce. And the producers were like, we can't do Beyonce anymore. We're getting, and we were like, because of racists? Like, like, who are we trying to appease right now? Yeah. yeah. We did a segment on Bruce Springsteen covering a Prince song because that was like the happiest thing we could do for Prince's dying. And, um, uh, and, we got comments being like Bruce Springsteen, I'm out, and uh, and we find <laughs> like we find. Why do you not like Bruce? I know. But here's the thing: Bruce canceled his concerts in North Carolina because of the discrimination against gay people and trans transgenders. This is quite the audience. Where I'm, I'm nicknaming them transgender, and so people like the Fox News people that you know that they're brainwashed by that shit. Um, they were like, they, like now, like who doesn't fucking love Bruce Springsteen? Yeah, it's these people hard. that are on the wrong side of history. And so, like, <laughs> like I was like, we were in this conference call, and they're like, yeah, we need to steer clear of of people that are going to be polarizing. And I'm like, that's uh, why, like that, especially that, it's so dumb, it's mm-hmm. so stupid. Like mm-hmm. these producers that they will literally not say anything, as, as like. To make money. That's it. They don't want to, like, jeopardize any... Like, that's so dumb. Yeah, but it was... Like, we had 50,000 viewers of this thing, and two people commented, um, like, about Beyonce, and two people commented about Bruce, and then they were like, we can't. And and I said... Two, to them, like, yeah, four comments total, and they were like, we can't do it. I'm like... We can't do it. Because of, of four people? Yeah, it's... And I was like, goes. you're... For all... For the four people that you lose, you're going to gain... 20,000 people that might not even like this stuff that it might get passed along to. Like, like Meanwhile, the, Bruce and Beyonce, huge stuff. Like, if you talk about them, like, their <laughs> fan base will come over maybe. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Well, that's what way I more like upside. with me. I was like, listen, I know I'm more of an edgier, non-typical mom. Expand your fan base. Like, I'm fucking, like, I say shit that people, whether they're offended by me yeah. or not. Mm-hmm. Like, if you look at an Amy Schumer sketch they post online, half the people are like, dumb bitch, shut your mouth. And I'm like, what, is she going to not do 
her thing because of those people. Like yeah. they could have actually expanded by letting us be. We yeah. didn't have to go crazy, but like we're funny fucking people, and if they had let us be ourselves, I think we could have actually had like a really big yeah. show on there. You don't want to be a part of something like that. Those people are are just blind. Like I always tell people who ask me for advice on like building an audience, whatever. I'm like, mm-hmm. you can't appeal to anyone. As like especially your own audience, because then you're just pigeonholing yourself. You're gonna make the same thing over and over again, just to appease these people. There's uh, like millions of other people out there that are interested in maybe that, and but maybe a bunch of other shit too. So yeah. if you just try to appease the people that you already have, it's like you're. You, it's they're not lame. gonna go. It's not gonna go anywhere. Yeah, it's not gonna grow. And like with that Beyonce, so it was Kate's idea to. Um, I think I said like let's do some type of lemonade stand, and then Kate had the idea where she. It was brilliant. She goes, "We'll have people give their two cents about Beyonce to get some lemonade." Right. And like that's a, that's a great segment right there. And so they built a lemonade stand. We went out and um and we were interviewing people. We got the craziest crazies. We got so people fun. dancing. Um, just like this one guy was like, Beyonce is my religion. And like, it was, it was so funny. And like, it was such a great idea that people were Snapchat, taking Snapchat videos of us. We ended up on New York City's Snapchat. It went viral. Like, like people filming us filming went viral. And we got back to the office and we were telling them that. And we're like, you got to get this up. Like, like you got to get this, just this part of the show put it on youtube get get it up put it on youtube her lemonade just came out yeah like her, the whole visual album and they're like yeah we want to we want to make sure that it's like in the entire episode and i'm like no 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 like you guys don't understand you got to get this one isolated thing up because it's gonna go viral it would have gone viral it would have gone viral a hundred percent a hundred percent and um and they're like yeah and and then once the thing was played and they got the two negative comments they they actually took the episode and cut that segment out and so like not only did they not it was go so viral, unoffensive by the way like it was the cutest like people being like i love beyonce we're like do your sexy beyonce drinking lemonade Ugh. face and you had people being like like it was cute and funny it wasn't at all yeah they would have i mean they would have had so many people see this video that are not that have not liked little things already. They probably would have gone to little things. I mean, little things is literally a website that for it, puppies, babies, kittens, and cupcakes and cupcakes. And like everybody likes that. Sh- like, like you could, I mean, like a you could take a mobster and show him that site, and he'd be like, "No, I like that puppy." You know, like, <laughs> like so, like there's nobody that would have saw our thing and not gone, "Oh, maybe I do like this stuff." And they they didn't want. They're offend. so stuck. And their little form. I want to kick down the door of this fucking company. My brother yeah. said when he watched it, he goes, Katie, I'm so sorry that you lost that job because I know money-wise. He's like, but literally they stand for everything you want to take yeah. down in this world. He's like, you're literally yeah. so anti-conformist. Think outside the box. He's like, Kate, like they probably smelled it on you. My Literally my therapist was like, they probably on like a deep energetic level knew like they didn't like something about you. They didn't know what it was, but they they yeah. just didn't like it. They smelled it on me. Yeah, I don't, and I don't. I mean, yeah. So, but I it guess, pisses me off because I feel like just the just the words of like wholesome and that. I'm like, it's a bigger thing than that company of just like how so many people they think that positivity is about being fake. You know what I mean? Like you meet someone like that person was nice, and I'm like, no, that person was like so surface level. Like, a nice person is real. A nice person can be in touch with their anger and say real shit. Like, that to me is what real is. Yeah. It, yeah. It, it's just, yeah. Who Who's living in their false self and pretending, you know, and who's not wearing a mask? And who, like, yeah, if you can really have joy and express joy 
um, through your real self. Like that's yes. the thing. And that's to me wholesomeness because you're including yeah. all parts of yourself. That's what it means to be whole. So it just that was like the deeper thing that bothered me is they were like, we want someone like Kelly Ripa who's wholesome. I'm like, Kelly Ripa. And I'm not trying to diss on this isn't about dissing on people. But like if I try to think of a healed whole being, I wouldn't be like, let's go to Kelly Ripa. Yeah, somebody who is physically starving herself like she's in such pain. Either she has a huge thyroid uh, disorder or <laughs> I, I read something where she eats 800 calories a day, Kelly Ripa. Like, like that's that's not somebody that is whole. That's what I'm exactly. And, and I what was the just, fuck do you eat? <laughs> you yeah, you celery just all day. Yeah. Lots of celery, lots of lettuce. 800 calories. One of my friends used to eat salad without any dressing. It was like the driest. Worst. Just like I'm pretty sure I lettuce. drink 800 calories a day. Probably. Easily. <laughs> like, yeah. That's four drinks sometimes. <laughs> I mean, you know, like depending on what you're drinking. I do miss their snacks. They had so many free snacks in that place that... <laughs> Yeah, uh, I'm gonna say I've thought about those snacks a couple times in the last week. They had so <laughs> much, they and it was, it was so happy that, that all their snacks had been like injected with liquid klonopin. So like you just <laughs> you felt happy when you ate their Snickers. Yeah, bites. I was like, I feel whole inside. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't know. I'll say this like you know the the positives of the show w- were that it's it's like you get to be on camera a bunch. Yeah. The other positives are you know working with Matt the producer was really great. The the camera guys were amazing. Mike and George were yeah. the shit. That's what that's the other thing. Yeah. They have a surveillance camera in the studio slash green room. They are watching you at all times. Yeah, and one day George uh he just like put a he put a thing over the camera and like he, he just like set his jacket on it accidentally and then um They ran up what two minutes later? It was two minutes later, somebody like like out of breath was like, Can you take the the, the jacket off the camera? Uh I just um yeah, it, it just needs to happen. And it was like that's creepy. That's really creepy. And um, so they probably they probably checked in on us. And I was talking with George and you guys about aliens and energy. And mm-hmm. they were probably like, "Nope, mm-hmm. get this bitch out of here." This is the fucking weirdest thing I've ever heard in my entire dude. Life. One yeah. of the CEOs had a yoga mat in the corner, <laughs> and it said, "I won't say his name, but it was like his." I'll, I'll pretend his name was. Uh, give me a name, Stephen. Okay. Steve. Okay, it goes. Steven's yoga mat. Do not touch. He had written that on his yoga mat in black Sharpie. And I'm like, nothing says inner peace like black Sharpie just written all over your yoga mat. It was a very zen yoga mat. (laughs) (laughs) It was was really funny. It was like, it was, it literally was a picture that had such juxtaposition, right? Just like written on it. And uh, I wouldn't have lasted eight seconds. No. Yeah. I'm surprised you lasted this long. I would have unplugged that camera hundreds of times. Hundred of times. Well, it's like, what are you trying to build here? Are you trying to f- make everyone feel like we're in this together and it's that a we're able factory. to be creative? It, those people that create content for like little kids, it's like a factory. It's like whatever is going to work, keep them in line. Like, yeah. Don't go too. F- don't teach them anything. Show them a cat. Yeah. It's. I, I get. It's fucking I, weird. Yeah. I get it. You know. I. I. I get the. I get what they're trying to do, and I get it. Um. But yeah, I just. I guess on my end, it's less about. Like, I understand this little, like, lollipop um, world, and I understand the lollipop tone, um, and I get all that, um, but the thing that I don't get is, like, you can't have a half-hour show if you don't want to pay for a half-hour show, mm-hmm. you know? Like, like that's, the, that's the thing. Like, the SAG rate for us to do a half-hour Netflix show would be minimum three grand, 
a you day. Know, and that's just as on-camera talent. So if you wanted to add producing and writing and developing, I mean, that's like that's a huge paycheck. But uh, and that that that's not a day. That's like per week. Because um, I actually like I. I was talking. I was talking to Emily about that, and she's like, "No, because uh, my girlfriend's on a Netflix show, and she's like, I have called SAG. I know all these rates, and she basically like listed the menu card for me. And I know that this is not a union show, but if I mean, they're not even paying close to what the union thing should be. And then not only that, but we had um, we had those camera guys in the room yesterday. It wasn't um, it wasn't um, Mike and George, but it was Caleb and Warren." And they're they're two guys that work in that production company. They're amazing. Um, they they had this girl that she works in the news side of uh, of little things, running the the board, and um, and she's you know she's wonderful and capable and and um, really great at her job. Yada yada yada. I like her a lot, um, but I don't understand. I, they basically didn't have our camera guys running the machine. That they've they've already run similar machines in in you know big productions, uh, like these guys know how to be in a control room. They, I think they're trying to phase everyone out. Yeah, like I got the. I f- think they want to do it themselves, and yeah. they're phasing us all out. Yeah, I got the feeling that they want everybody in, internally trained on this stuff, and mm-hmm. the software is very intuitive. And the girl that was that was running it is so intelligent that like you know she's more intelligent than using the software. Mm-hmm. But what I'm saying is like. Why wouldn't you have these people that have run a whole control room before at least do your first one? Um, and the thing that happened yesterday, I haven't even talked about this. So we, you know, we shot all the MOS pieces, we shot the DIY, we shot all these little packages uh, with, you know, with everyone else. Um, the whole company did this like uh, yearbook photo thing. So like we wasted everybody's time, like and wasted twenty hours of my life, wasted Matt's time. Uh, this woman who took the fucking train down from Rhode Island, like wasted her time. And then from uh, Rhode Island. Yeah. And uh and then they have this thing called the stream machine, which is somehow they were sold on the idea that you need a special computer in order to do in order to switch from camera to camera so that you can stream things live on Facebook. Like I Garen fucking T. I know people with podcasts that do this <laughs> on their Mac, and they have simple software that does this. Like, like this is not. You don't have to buy a fucking machine to do this. And they bought this machine, and um, and you know they had this woman on the line that sounded like she was eighty years old trying to train them how to use this, and it was just it was a PC based machine. Like that's your first. That's the first thing that's wrong. Right. Um. It's not even Mac based. Right. Um, so we get everything together. We're going live. We've done a million test episodes and it turns out that the fucking company, they, they send out an email to everybody. Hey, make sure you watch the show. Make sure you click like, make sure you share. So it starts the ball rolling on that stuff. Well, they didn't have the bandwidth in their internet for all the people to be watching it and for us to push it out (laughs) because they're pushing out a 1080p. Like and I think that it's shot on 4K cameras, so it's a dense, dense file. Yeah, yeah. They're trying to push to Facebook. So, in the first minute of the show, everything freezes, <laughs> and everyone in the room is freaking the fuck out. And you know, and we're just sitting there, you know, lights, <laughs> camera, and we're you know, there's teleprompter, there's whatever, and we're like, we're like, okay, should we start over? You know, like should we whatever? And they throw it to a segment, and we don't realize what's happening, but the end product was, like, 
hey guys, welcome to Little Things Live. Like like buffering, skits, skits, skits. Just like like uh, like us frozen, and then all of a sudden it would jump to the next thing like a minute later. And then, so it would freeze, and then it would go to the next thing, and so there was no continuity. There's no way that anybody watching this knows what's going on. You would go, yeah, I'm going to make it past minute two. I'm so over them. I'm so over the whole, like, and also, my managers called because Pete ended up getting paid (laughs) double what I got paid, and they lied. My managers were like, we know Mm -hmm. that he got more. Like, she's good friends with him. And they were like, no. No, like they just kept going, no, no. And they were like, no, but we know. And they just were like, nope, he's not. And this is what she's getting paid. And I was like, a part of me wanted to like start a whole thing, like my male co-host. And then I was like, fuck it. Where am I putting my energy? Do you know what I mean? But like a part of me wanted to really. Yeah, that's interesting that a company that sort of caters to a female demographic would pay pay their their male co-host more. Yeah, Yeah, that's that's really double. Yeah, I mean, I like looked in the camera like they're watching me. I was like, yeah. I know, bitch. Yeah, I know what you did. It's it's a little <laughs> thing to pay someone less. Um, oh, yeah, boom, ha. And Pete just got fired. Yeah, well, I mean, <laughs> I don't know that they're bringing me back. And like, yeah. I I also am in a place where, and I talk. I actually at midnight last night, I, I um I had a conversation with one of my managers, and um. He was like, you know, because I'm moving forward developing a show for Comedy Central and like like I have a bunch of other stuff going on and, yeah. he, and I'm on a true TV show and like all this stuff. And he he was like, he's like, Pete, he's like, I don't even know if they offered you double what you're making now if you should do it more because it's taking up so much time in your week Yeah, for some for a product that like. I mean, think he's like, think about what you did this week and what you could have been doing if you were working on the show that we need you to be working it on. It doesn't sound like your demo either. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, it's, you know, I don't know. I mean, moms love me, grandmothers love me. Like, like I'm pretty universal. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I'm the cleanest comic who's not a murderer or a rapist. But like, you know what I mean? So like, like it's it's fine, you know, like like I'm not I'm not not hitting my demographic by doing this show, but he's like he's like, Do you really want to be putting this much time into something that ends up going out and not being something? Right. And I and I know that probably work like probably next week they might work the bugs out in this, but it's just it's still at the end of the day it's it sounds like you're getting replaced. On if they're already bringing someone else in. Yeah. Like and honestly with uh, you when they had me and you, they really did have diamonds, okay? <laughs> and if they can, if if they're the kinds of pe- if they're the kinds of people that throw out diamonds. Yeah. Then I then who the fuck cares? Let's move on to another topic cuz I feel like Yeah. Right. And, I mean, well, just to put a button on that like, you know, I mean even you know, I don't know if I don't know if Matt would stay, you know, like his yeah. contract was for four weeks and he was, you know, this week he was like, yeah, I don't know what they're planning on. Uh, and he, you know, he still has his day job, he, you know, and he's bad fucking energy. OK, I'm looking <laughs> into the camera again. That's bad ener- to bring people in like that and then just toss them out that like the whole thing. Yeah, I'm over it. Clearly, I got my cool jacket on. Yeah, your hands have been out for 10 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Hands open. I'm peacocking. I'm I'm yeah, pissed are... off, and I want to show my my feathers. I'm just pissed. Your feather, yeah. <laughs> I just, yeah. My my thing is that I'm okay with I'm okay with a lot of the things that they want to do, but they they gotta they have to pay people like it's 
like it's and you got to pay the is. female co-host the same as the male <laughs> co-host. Yeah, and you got to refill the coffee on Wednesdays and not have a lag in that. Yeah. Okay. Like, cause fucking, it's it's one p.m. on a Wednesday afternoon, <laughs> and the coffee, the cold brew doesn't get refilled until eleven a.m. on Thursday morning. No. No. Get the fuck over yourselves. Those are my demands. And you don't write on your yoga mat with a black sharpie marker, <laughs> you fucking psychopath. Where do you write it? That got that got real. That was one of those where I was like, <laughs> I was like, I don't want to officially connect with that one, <laughs> yeah. but I'm in the room. I'm not exactly um, excited I said about that. Uh, no one else. Hey, this is Joe List, and that's Mark Norman here from Tuesdays with Stories. Check out our podcast. Tell them why, Mark. You're going to love it. It's nothing but laughs, jokes, stories from the road, vagina, and that guy. Yeah, you're getting laid. We're being silly. Check it out. Find new and archived episodes of Tuesdays with Stories on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, and tune in. Yeah. All right, let's move on to another topic, Okay. okay. Cause so Pete and I got to hang for like a good two weeks straight. Cause we'd always like been cool, but we never really got to know know each other. Mm-hmm. And the one of the coolest things, one of the conversations we got into is just like we were kind of talking about gender roles. Do you remember that conversation? Yeah. Where I feel like in our society to be a man, you're not really quote unquote supposed to be sensitive or expressive about it. And we just got into a really good conversation because. Pete's like one of the few guys that I feel like is totally down to be sensitive and communicative and like there's no like tough guy persona that needs to come out. And it was just really refreshing. Yeah, I I don't know. I mean, I, I I mean, I grew up with a mom who was a feminist and a dad who was an interior designer. So I was (laughs) always encouraged to be in touch with that side of myself. And if anything, I mean, I've I've in my adulthood had to learn about masculinity more and like you know like read books about it and and like talk to men who are men and you know and see but some most guys who are like real manly like they're just like that's a mask and they're so scared and they're so afraid and they're fronting like you know but i think that's part of um uh, you know that is like that fronting thing is such a part of like nobody knows what masculinity really is and and so like guys are like well i heard that you know like like i i have some i know some there's somebody that is in my life that is literally one of those guys that's like maybe if i smile I'll, i'm like i i'm afraid to smile or show happiness cuz then maybe i'm a faggot or something like that yeah. you know like one of those guys and like so people don't know what masculinity is anymore there's no clear definition i mean in the 50s it was it was so well defined that you had to be x y and z but yeah. you but I mean, look at Frank Sinatra as the manliest manly man that we've ever had in the history, and he danced and sang and drank martinis. You know, <laughs> so like, um, you know, Vince Lombardi, uh, you know, Vince Lombardi had that quote where he said, um, and, and then Jimmy V stole it, and it's a Jimmy V quote uh, because he got cancer and died and whatever, and then you know, so now it's his quote, but it was originally Vince Lombardi. Um, it was uh, if you if you laugh. And you cry and you think in a day, uh, then that's a full day. Like 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 wow. a day is not a full day unless you've unless you've really felt all the emotions you could feel. And it might be because Vince Lombardi was bipolar, but like um, <laughs> you know, and he was defending it and saying that. But like you know, as a man, there's no manlier people than 
yeah. than Sinatra and Vince Lombardi. But nowadays, we're so in this like George W. Bush, uh, you know, like like I, I might be a redneck sort of manliness thing that like the what manliness is has gotten so confused. And it's so um, – there are so many people who are scared that if they're even slightly feminine, they're gay. One of my friend's dads the other day, uh, I, I was like, oh, cookies. And he goes, man, I don't eat sweets. <laughs> and I was like, like you're <laughs> fucking missing out then, bud. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I, I was like, I was like you got you to gotta be kidding me that – that like you, you're afraid that if you taste a chocolate chip, that you might be like, I wish that was a dick in my mouth. It's so funny, like that you're talking about this because like with my group of friends, like I've never been like that ever. Like I've, I, like I don't give a shit. I don't necessarily know gender roles. Like I don't really yeah. like because I never cared to to know. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah, you're not supposed to like. Dude, I don't give a fuck, man. Like whatever. I don't give a shit. You know what I mean? Who cares? Yeah. My, um, my. <laughs> It's funny because, like, in my group of friends, if someone did something like that and was like, oh, I'm not eating this cookie, that's gay. Like, yeah. that's when my friends would go, you're such a faggot. You, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> that's, like, that's when my friends would do it. Like, it would never be the opposite of someone, like, eats a cookie and, like, oh, you eat cookies, faggot? It's always like, oh, this is, I'm not going to eat that. Like, stop acting like a faggot. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it was so opposite, like, with my friends growing up. Like, like none of my friends, like, cared about that. Like, no one gave a shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, it's it was so just lame to care. I forget what, I was talking to a comic yesterday, and he was like, yeah, the other day I complimented another dude, another guy comic on his shirt, and someone mm-hmm. was like, you, a girl was like, you just, co- like, complimented him on his shirt? And he's like, yeah. Like, she gave a look yeah. almost like it was gay. And he's like, yeah, I'm allowed to be nice. Yeah, I know. To my friends, I actually have been working on a joke about uh, like people who people who riot after they win like a sporting event. Like guys feel all this joy and then they don't know what to do with it. Like they look at the, each other and they're like, "I'm happy." And they're like, "Oh!" And, and they just are like, "Let's break things," you know, because they don't. Instead, yeah. they should just be dancing or hugging, and they're just like, "I can't handle this emotion." <laughs> yeah, there's so. I'm much- not a fag. I'm gonna break something. I'm happy. Turmoil. Exactly. It's just turmoil. Yeah. <laughs> I I read this book. Um, it's called The Way of the Superior Man, and it sounds like not. It sounds like it should be a Nazi propaganda book, but um, it really does. Yeah, really. The, the Way of the Superior Man. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's uh, um, the one. Of, it's basically a guide to a modern day guy's. Uh, it's a modern day man's guide to masculinity, and it's like what is manly and what's not. And one of the things that he talks about is that there's this confusion that uh, that if a man is attracted to feminine type things, you know, like uh, like dancing would be a feminine type thing. Uh, like Celine Dion would be a feminine type thing. Um, you know, or like, or just like a beautiful woman singing a beautiful song. Not that Celine Dion's beautiful or whatever, but, um, <laughs> but like, like, like uh, if you heard, if you, I don't know, if you heard a beautiful woman singing a beautiful song and you were, and you were like, I love that. That's actually the masculine being attracted to the feminine. Mm. Um, a man, uh, a man hearing like let's say like ACDC is actually a masculine being attracted to masculine. So this guy talks about like <laughs> the polarity of the sexes, and um, and so like like he the whole book is like like if you want your if you're wondering why your the woman in your life isn't fucking you, it's because um, it's because she's feminine and you're feminine. Um, like the two attract, like it's it's a, just a magnet. Like mm. the whole world is energy, and it's all positive and negative that attract each other. And so he's like, "This is how you you're actually masculine, and this is how she's actually feminine." 
and this is what's masculine and this is what's feminine and these are the these are the poles yeah and so he's like he's like beer is feminine because it makes you feel good like like you like that's why men are like beer but it really should be like <laughs> like there should be like beer and then like oh feminine you know like like you're like oh this makes thank me, god yeah this this relaxes me <laughs> um but yeah so he's like he's like the guys that are you know like like when when guys are like yeah football rah, rah, like like it's actually like it's a ma- it's like it's masculine being attracted to masculine and that's one of the reasons why women are like they see a guy a room full of guys being attracted to the masculine and they're like I can't even go in that room yeah. Like, yeah. like that's literally what why the women it's not because they hate sports they're like they're like that's fucking gay dude and like <laughs> there's something in in their you know but I mean, men have always been attracted to like seeing warriors and like seeing displays of manliness, but we don't even know what that is, or, or you know, like like this guy is defining like we know what that is. Yeah, I'm, like, I'm sure there's like 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 you're saying like you're explaining it now. Like I would never even thought of it that way, mm-hmm. and like I was just like reiterating at this point. Like I never cared to like find out because it's like. Dude, if I like something, I'm gonna like it. I don't give a fuck if you think it's like yeah. gay or something. Like, who yeah. cares? Yeah, it doesn't matter. <laughs> it, it, like, it, all of that doesn't really and matter. And even my taste in music, like, y- it could go from like Fifty Cent to Taylor Swift <laughs> to some fucking country song, and then mm-hmm. like it's all over the place. Because it, it's not like, like I have no problem windows down just blasting Taylor Swift's uh, 1989 album. Oh, it's a great album. It's ridiculous. It's got seven hits on it. You know, like, <laughs> it's got seven hits. Like, most albums have three hit songs yeah. or maybe one, maybe two. Yeah. And that has seven hits on it. So it's insane. Yeah, I just think, I think. <laughs> it does. I think the, the moment that someone says to you, like, oh, you like chocolate ice cream? Fag. If you could, <laughs> if you could just look at them and go, did you just call me a fag for. <laughs> Liking a flavor? Like, immediately, <laughs> they look stupid. Like, if you just own it and you're like, what about that is weird to you? Yeah. Like, immediately, they're just like, oh, oh. Like, even, like, the when the guy was like, I like your shirt, and the girl's like, did you just compliment his shirt? Like, all you have to do is look at that girl and be like, yeah, I, was, I said a nice thing to a friend. What about that is weird to you? Yeah. It's like, it makes the people think, of like, yeah, why? I've been conditioned to think that, like, kindness and emotions mm. among men are weird. Meanwhile, I bet you that girl's dating some douchebag going like, I wish she would just be kinder to me. But then she sees two guys being nice and she's like, that's gross. Yeah, what the what is that? It's all linked. Like, yeah. you know, and and same with women. I think I think something's changing though with women and we're now more allowed to be quote unquote masculine, which is like an Amy Schumer type is very in touch with that masculine energy. And that's why it pissed me off once again when they were like, we want someone more wholesome. I'm like, just because I'm a masculine woman and have have this strength or whatever that maybe mm-hmm. doesn't seem like like literally one of the one of the CEOs said to me in the beginning she's like I just want to bring back the sassy broad and I was like oh she's not gonna like me <laughs> you know because she meant like the ladies who could be sassy without cursing and still be a lady and I was like. I told my friend, you know, Leah Bonema, I told her that. She's like, wait, she wants to go back in the day when, like, women were property? Is that what she wants to go back to? Like, what the fuck is she talking about? Yeah. that. I mean, I know that, like, that brassy gal who smokes cigarettes but doesn't swear. And, the long you know, cigarettes. Yeah. Yeah. She's like, I'm a lady. I'll slap you if you hurt me. 
I, that's all I could go. <laughs> yeah. I couldn't. I wanted to go longer, and I couldn't think of anything. It's okay. That's all right. <laughs> Thanks, Pete. You laughed at me. Pete supported me. Okay. I, so yeah. I just started crumpling inside. I was like, I'll quit comedy. I suck. I get it. I was just going to stare at you until yeah. you kept coming up with stuff. <laughs> um, Joe came in all pissed off because he had a hard time finding a parking spot. Uh, and he, he tried being angry, and I just topped him. I was like, let me tell you about my month, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I had bed bugs. Turned out to be spider beetles. Throughout all my shit, got fi- got hired, got fired. Holy! Sh- I really? got spider beetles. Spider. It turned out to be spider beetles. What's what, the how difference? is a spider like a spider and a beetle are two different things? What is and a and they're spider two things that should beetle. never come together. That's like a monkey whale. It's gross. Two they're still things. fucking gross. Whatever it is. I got Google. Uh, I'm googling googling spider a spider beetle. Are they but white? Then, oh, listen to this, Pete. So I already told Joe this. So I knew I was supposed to be staying away from porn, but I tried watching it three days ago. Immediately, my computer got a virus. Like, it's like, I'm just... You're not on the right sites. <laughs> well, um, oh, yeah, that does look like a bed bug, a spider beetle. Yeah, they're very similar. But they're, they're more... Um, I'm going to use uh, a Tracy Morgan voice. Um, but they're bulbous. They're bulbous. Yeah, they are. They're, exactly. That's the oh, main difference man. is how bulbous they are. These bugs are bulbous. Okay. Um... Yeah, that's yeah. That the their legs are very like man bag. Um, so these things were in your bed, biting your face. Mm-hmm. They say that spider beetles don't bite, but they were biting me. Wow, hmm. you felt like unless there's another creature in my room. <laughs> yeah, which I wouldn't lice, bed bugs. You got I a whole concoction of shit in there. Yeah, Mercury's in retrograde, and the universe was like, let's fuck Kate in the energetic S- asshole. Explain what that means, because Mercury's in retrograde. Yeah. I guess sometimes planets go in like the opposite direction. They start spinning in a different thing. Okay. And Mercury reigns like communication and things like that. And with it going in retrograde, it just messed my shit up. I don't know. I'm not like an astrologer, but I know that it, it fucked my life up. Because I saw the uh, like Elite Daily did a video on, on that and I had no idea what the fuck it meant. I was like, well, what the fuck is this? I was like, I don't know what Mercury. this means. Rosebud, my good friend Rosebud. She was in it. Yeah, she, yeah, I saw her. In there. She knows more about Mercury. Yeah, I, I never. I mean, there are definitely times where I'm like, I feel crazy, and everyone around me feels crazy. Um, but I sometimes wonder if that's just like, like I feel stressed out, and then I'm talking to somebody else that feels stressed out. That it has nothing to do with Mercury. And then, but then whenever that happens, it seems like somebody goes, oh, Mercury's in retrograde. And then, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a full moon. So I'm like, what the fuck? Full moons do affect moods, though. Oh, yeah. God. I think about it. The moon affects the tide. We're all made of water. It's you think energy. That, you think that, yeah, of course We're it's going to affect you. But of course, you could also just be in a crappy mood and it could have nothing to do with the stars. It could, yeah, that's the Maybe. thing. <laughs> the, uh, Maybe it's because a unicorn's breathing down your neck. Yeah, of course. On another dimension, space unicorns next. <laughs> I, but yeah, the other uh, I, it was like a couple months ago. I was like, I was like, ah, I just feel so off. And they go, Well, Mercury just came out of retrograde. And I go, What does that mean? And they go, Sometimes people are opposite. And I go, I go, What? <laughs> you what need is, it to be spinning fucking backwards. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, I know that I just talked about polarity. So like, yeah, it makes sense that if some people were attracted to the positive, other people would be attracted to the opposite of that. Yeah. Um. So I get that from an energy standpoint, but it was just funny how you know no matter what you can use it as a yeah a this, reason to feel funky this mercury rec- retrograde thing is i don't know yeah yeah i don't really know i i don't know i'm surprised you don't know yeah i'm not I, i'm into how the stars affect us but i'm not like so into it that i know what's up yeah so i guess i don't necessarily believe in any of that i think if i'm in a bad mood i'm in a bad mood you know yeah 
And I don't, I don't get in a bad mood unless it's fucking parking or traffic. Those are the only two fucking things that drive me insane. I can't do it. Yeah. Like, I, I just can't. I don't know why. I'm just like, I can't, I can't handle myself in those situations. There's so, no, there's nothing. I've had meltdowns in traffic. Yeah, I've had serious meltdowns. I've, like, I, I, I was on the train today and I felt like melting down. And that's not, that's just like, you're in a, you're in a and car. That's I'm another thing. Waiting he, for the train. Texted, I want to lose my mind. He texted, he was stuck in the train. He's like, it's so hot. I'm going to suffer Kate with the K. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, Fire. I like it. You know what's so weird about this? Like in any other town, this would be a big event. But I got, I, I was running, um, I was like running onto the train, right? And uh, and there was like this guy that was just like standing there. Like there was a space to get into the train. And um, and uh, and I, I like ran up to him and I was like, I would go, are you going to go in? Are you going to, you should go in, go in. Because there's a yeah. spot for you. And you, he just like, just stared at me. And I go, and like, it's New York. You got to think fast. So I go, I go, okay, I'm going in. And I, I ran in, and I, I shuffled through people, and I go, I go, dude, there's a spot, get in, and you know, like I was just like frustrated that this person was just like just blank and like <laughs> nothing, and then it, it occurred to me once I got on the train because then he just like was like staring at me like this, like you took my spot, and I was like, oh, this is one of those guys that this guy left the house today. He probably had a bad day, or he's having a bad day, and he wants to fight somebody, mm. and so the next stop. Uh, the, there, uh, it was, or no, it was two stops later, this guy got in just fucking huge black guy. Right. And, uh, and the black guy gets in and like ste- steps into that spot. Cause this guy stepped off. So the other guy, which you don't do that. If you got a spot and there's no other spots, you don't get off the train and let somebody in. Yeah. So then the guy goes, he goes, yo son, you going to let me in or something. And giant black guy goes, uh, goes, well, yeah, get in. I'll make you a spot. And, and he goes, you got to move. You got to move. And um and I like I leaned forward. I go I go. This guy did the same thing to me. I go. He just wants to fight somebody today. <laughs> and because uh, I just wanted to, like and and then there was this lady that started um like this lady. She goes. She's like, it's New York City. You gotta touch each other. Everybody gotta touch each other. <laughs> and uh and then the um the crazy guy uh like who like he's still standing outside like he's blocking the door like the doors are trying to close and he's blocking. And he's like, no son, you gotta move. And, uh, and, and I was like, I was like, you need to just get in the train. I go, you did this to me. You're trying to pick a fight with somebody. And he's like, oh, you want to fight? I go, (laughs) I go, I go, let me give you a tip. You don't want to fight the white guy that's not afraid of you. And the guy goes, and he like stepped off the train and then the doors closed and then he got aggressive. (laughs) So so the doors closed. Then he starts pounding on the glass. He's like, I'm going to fuck you up. I'm gonna fuck you up. And I was but like, he's on the other side. He's on the, the other tra- side of the glass. So it was like, it was literally the version of like taking your girlfriend's arm who weighs 110 pounds and going, hold me back, hold me back. <laughs> and, um, and this all happened. Uh, like th- this all happened. Like, and then by the time I got here, like this, it's such a New York moment that I, by the time I got here, I was like, Oh, I can't wait to talk about little things. You know, like, like <laughs> wait, I, this all happened today. This happened today. That's so funny. By the way, did you did you want to ask about your car? Is no, that, that's fine. Are you sure? Yeah. What's Shelby, the, were you able to do the car thing? He did it for you. Thank you, Shelby. Thank you, Shelby. Thank I you, saw Shelby. you worrying about it, and I couldn't concentrate because I felt your concern. No, I was just going to ask him afterwards. We're good. Okay. The man, I took it on. The man who is named after a car. <laughs> yes. The Shelby. Shelby Ford. I yeah. didn't know that that was a car. Yeah. Oh, it's a very it's nice a, car. That's a very masculine name. It's the most masculine muscle car ever. I think so. Shelby. Yeah, Could sh- be. Shelby. Hmm. That's so funny. So that's what happened today. 
Yeah, Dude, I've been on the train and there was a woman that like, you know how that woman, you said that woman was saying like, we all got to touch each other. It's New York City, whatever. The opposite happened to me. I was on the train and I was dying laughing because I can't, con- I can't control myself on the train. Always laughing at like, yeah. you always see wild shit and I'm just like, you know, I'm always laughing at people. So I'm standing there and this woman, like people are getting on, whatever. This guy ha- was like, on like the sixth train, when people walk in, you like have to press up against people. Mm-hmm. She was screaming. At the top of her lungs, like this guy had, like he was elbow deep in her vagina. Like she's like, "What are you doing? What are you do-? like?" I was like, "What the fuck is wrong with this?" So woman? she was, she was, she was going she, insane. She was crying like subway molestation, and yeah. this, this guy was and probably guy just was like, like, "I don't like, want to be touching you either." Yeah, he's like, "I'm fucking, you know, stuck." It was hilarious. I was dying. I was like, "The fuck is wrong with this woman?" Well, you know, I'm just realizing more and more how many crazy people are out there. Yeah, you know? I love it. I hope it never stops because really, just, yeah, it's amazing. I had it uh, one day on the train that I, you know how you're supposed to take your backpack off and put it down below so that there's more space right. for torsos. Um, I didn't. <laughs> torsos. Re- I had my backpack <laughs> as close to my leg as I could possibly get, and then this woman had a skirt that was like, like almost like ankle or like like mid shin length, and apparently my backpack was like making her skirt go up, but I didn't <laughs> feel it because I'm just sweating my ass off on this train trying to hold the pole with the other hand, and um. And she was like, she's like, she's like, you're you're lifting up my skirt with your backpack. And I was like, oh my god. And, and I was like, oh my god, I'm sorry. And then I realized I'm like, oh, like you're bullshit. Like you're you're bullshit because like you put your skirt on my backpack. I haven't moved, <laughs> and you just got on the train. Like I don't know. I I was like, I'm not objectifying you. I'm not fuck. I don't want to touch you. I don't care about you. I just want to not be on this train. And. Well, I just love the thought of like, because you're like one of the nicest people, of someone just looking at you being like, stop touching my skirt. And you're just like, I, I don't want to be here. Like, this <laughs> yeah. is. But no, that's what I'm saying. Like, and I love how you called that one guy out who wanted to fight you because it's like so many people are reacting and yeah. they don't even realize it. It's like within them, but they're like, you're this. And you're like, no, this is your childhood anger that's coming out on me right now. Like, this has nothing to do with me. Uh, so yeah. I like the idea of calmly calling people out like he just wants to fight he did just, i he'll yeah, fight he, anyone yeah he's I, angry did I, he, I his wife him. just cheated on him so <laughs> did yeah. i tell you the story about how i yelled at some taxi that stopped in front of me or something i don't know dude it was hilarious like i realized it like three seconds after it happened but i'm driving with my brother and i need to get somewhere and i hate being like pressed for time like if i'm in a rush i'm like and like there's a red light like even it could be three seconds and like after two seconds i'm like oh what the fuck like i'm freaking out and this taxi's in front of me he's driving so slow and i'm like you gotta be fucking kidding me right so i'm like on his tail i'm like one of those assholes right now right so then he pulls over like in the middle of the block and i'm like what the fuck is he like pull over to a hydrant or something Mm -hmm. you know so then he gets out of his car and i'm like what is this guy doing and he opens the back door for a woman and her child. And immediately I went, what the fuck is this guy doing? <laughs> like, <laughs> he was being nice to this woman and her child. Oh. And I'm, in, I'm fucking beeping like, what are you doing? Kick him out and go. <laughs> yeah. Like, and then like, we didn't even and get down the block. And then you realize that you're the monster? <laughs> yeah. And my brother was in the car and I was like, what the fuck is wrong with me? Why I've definitely been funny. there. I was like That's honking funny. at a guy going real <laughs> slow. You know, I was like, Arr! and then I speed up and he's got like those breathing tubes in. <laughs> and I was like, 
Okay, Kate. Like this is a you problem, you know. I, I'm not trying to do like a like I I recently started talking about this on stage, so I'm not trying to like do a bit on a podcast. But I was um I was recently going to the stand, and like you know how when you kind of like you're you're driving down Second uh, Avenue, and you got to kind of like you like from the 59th Street Bridge down to the 20s, like you got to kind of go over a hill, mm-hmm. uh, like near the 40s. Um, like I was going up the hill, and there was a car in front of me, and it was like like one of those Uber like. You know how like you see a Toyota Corolla now and you're like, ah, it's a fucking Uber, mm-hmm. you know, um, we were going up over the hill and then like all of a sudden ambulance is parked in the far left lane. Right. So like we got stuck behind an ambulance and couldn't get over. Well, in the ambulance, like like doors are open. They like like chucked a guy in there. They're like getting the paddles ready to like this guy's dying, right? And the Uber in front of me is like, eh, 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 eh. like 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 your death is killing me. Like come on, like like this guy was so like like he any other town. Like if we were in Des Moines, Iowa, I always use Des Moines, Iowa as an like if you were in Des Moines and you saw someone dying in an ambulance, you would get out of your car and be like, what can I do? Like, do you do you yeah. need warm water and towels? Is this a birth? I don't, you know, like you would try to help this person. And in New York, people are like, "Oh, your death is killing me. <laughs> Hurry up and die already." Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna be late. My movie. Yeah. Gosh, but you're gonna so die. Funny. Do it quickly, you fucking asshole. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> Come on. We uh, we gotta wrap this up. We gotta wrap it up. Yeah, Pete. I'm so happy you came on. Yeah, I'm happy. I'm I'm happy that we. I felt like. Like and I don't know if if I'm if I need to get closure from this thing, but I feel like we had some closure in the whole thing, and I'm glad that it was recorded so that other people could. <laughs> so hear I can it. send it directly yeah, to can, the CEOs. You can do a direct <laughs> message. Um, I mean, yeah, I don't, I don't know what, I don't know what's gonna happen. Yeah, I feel like I'm being, you know, I'm also being squeezed out. I'm also in the same role, and if that's the case, then honestly, great. like I said, they found gems. And when you find a gem and you toss out a gem, I don't have respect. Like Beyonce says, I'm just too much for you. You're not loving deep enough. You're not loving hard enough. And that's what I'm going to say, okay? They're not going deep enough, so we were too much for them because we're fucking multifaceted, deep gems. Yeah. And they couldn't handle all that. And you know what? That's fine because I'm sick of trying to make people go to my place. Yeah. Okay, little things? Thank you. Is that how you like? My talk- friend Allison's the only one that was moved. Is that but- you talk to your therapist? I, imagine- I don't know if I ever probably. <laughs> I imagine that's how it goes. Yeah, I'm like, you know what? No, she said she goes. You're energetically on a deeper level, threatening them, uh-huh. and it made sense because when I taught in um, Westfield, New Jersey, the two other art teachers really tried to get me kicked out just because there was something about me that like deeply offends people. Well, not that, like offends, but like threatens them or, you know, spider beetles. It's not easy being a dragon sorceress. Yeah, you know? you're, you're a spider beetle and people think you're a bed bug. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the lights came on. Oh, um, hello. All right. Anyway, Pete, where can they find you? Where can they follow you? Um, uh, in a few minutes, I'm going to be on the corner of 78th and Broadway. <laughs> uh, if you want to come hang out with me, I'm just going to be there by the <laughs> by the FedEx office. Um, uh, no, you can find me on Twitter at Pete Lee tweets on Instagram, uh, at Pete Lee. Sorry. Uh, my website is Pete net. I can't, I still can't get Pete Lee.com. I got, I'm Kate Wolf.net, which is so not cool. Oh, <laughs> .net. Just is like, she get a dot NYC. Ooh. Those exist now. Oh, really? Yeah. I like that. That sounds cool. That, um, all right. I like that. And, uh, 
I was just like, I was like, I would do. I have anything more to um, check out the show um, Best Ever on True TV coming out soon. Uh, um, go to littlethings.com and leave your comments. Um, uh, um, yes. I don't know. Hashtag yeah. bring back Kate and Pete. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, you can literally go on their videos page and watch video and watch the two episodes that we did together. And yeah. you know, um, yeah, leave your comments. Uh, yeah, you know, and if you th- if you really go on there and you think that we sucked, um, tell us that we sucked. If you go on there and you watch us and you think that we were great, tell us, tell them, tell uh, tell people. Yeah. Um, Although, like I said, I don't know if after this podcast they would necessarily have us back, <laughs> but. Well, that's their bad because, like I said, I won't go into it again. <laughs> yeah, but, rattle them off. We're you know, gems, diamonds in the rough, we are. dragon fire, we water, are. you know, and stone. If you don't want a dragon sorceress and an elf king, not my <laughs> oh fucking problem. My not my fucking problem. But uh, yeah, I mean, also, I don't know. <laughs> You look at him, you tell me he's not an elf king. I don't know what they look like. I do have one. I thought elves were... This is like Lord of the Rings now. Elf ear. I have have one elf ear. Do you? It's like a sharp... It's like you came into the physical, but they were like, we're not going to let you forget your true origins, Pete Lee. It was a birth defect and... Defect? (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. Uh, Maybe not. Oh, are we taking a photo? Look, yeah, just we didn't even finish the podcast (laughs) and I just freeze to be like... Um, Like I'm always looking that happy. Uh, anyway, my happy's <laughs> so not happy too. I'm like, yeah, you're terrifying. Um, Don't cheat on me. If you guys want to contact me, I'm on Twitter <laughs> at Joe Santagato and Kate. Where can they find oh, you? Oh, fun at the Kate Wolf on Twitter. <laughs> we have a Facebook page, Invasion of Privacy. Um, oh, and a YouTube page if you want to see us live, especially this one because I looked in the camera a lot. Yeah, I'm gonna make some eye contact. Um, oh, and if you want a tarot card reading. From this dragon sorceress. It is $50. Uh, It is basically a psychic healing session that helps you find where your blocks are, preventing you from being your true whole self. And if you want to get into a fight, uh, (laughs) go on the seven train. Uh, just any time, any day, and somebody will try to And Pete you. will be there at all times. Oh, and my email, if you want a tarot reading, kwolf2fs27 at gmail.com. You guys are all magical. Thanks for listening. Did you say we were El Madrigal? No, all magical. <laughs> oh, we're all magic, all magical. Stop like... trying to dim my gem light, Pete. <laughs> all right, all right, bah. bye. This has been a Stand Up Labs production powered by digital media. Subscribe to new and archive episodes wherever you listen to podcasts and find all of our shows at standuplabs.nyc. Stand clear of the closing doors, please. What the fuck is happening? What is happening?